With the shift to offering a wider array of benefits, how does one innovative company shape a solution that solves the employer's problem of dealing with a multitude of carrier bills? We'll find out on this episode of Shift Shapers. Change either paralyzes or energizes. The choice is yours. You're listening to the Shift Shapers podcast. You're about to learn firsthand from businesses and entrepreneurs who have successfully shaped the shifts in their industries. Get ready to become the change that you want to see. Here's your host and chief transformation strategist, David Saltzman. This episode is sponsored by Care One Advocates. Navigating healthcare is complex. Care One Advocates provides personalized healthcare support to employers and their employees in an on-demand, 24-7, 365 environment. To learn more about how Care One creates white-labeled broker solutions that help you build your brand, go to our website at shiftshapersonline.com. In this episode, we're pleased to welcome Eric Raymond, co-founder of Benefit Vault, to the program. Eric, good day, and uh, thank you for being part of the Shift Shapers audience. Thank you for inviting me. I always like to start, and I think it sets the table nicely, and certainly in your case, I, you know, I've done some reading and I've done some research. Talk a little bit about your background and, and the different things that you've done in your career, because I think they all inform where you have ended up with Benefit Vault. I'd be happy to give you the evolution of this company. My background is in, in group insurance, and we did large group and some small group. And my partner's background is in voluntary benefits. And there are a few major trends, mega trends that will affect where the market goes. And, and they're not trends. When people say trends, it's generally sometime going to happen in the future. Like the 401ks took a long time to replace defined uh, benefit plans and contribution plans. But these trends are happening now and they're happening rapidly. And the industry is terrified and needs some solutions. So here are the two trends that are changing the world of benefits of which anybody listening to this, there'll be nothing new. The first is commissions are dropping on group insurance. The second is that because of the Obamacare subsidy programs, which are so meaningful and dramatic and terrific, really, and if, if it's appropriate for that individual, small employers are shifting away from group insurance or will in the next one or two years dramatically shift and drop group insurance to still provide benefits but it's not group benefits. It's going to be individual benefits. And so it's that drop of commissions of regular group. It's that shifting to buy individual from group or what we call group individual. And a third process, which is as part of that or independently, employers large and small saying, yeah, I still want to offer benefits and voluntary benefits to my employees. But what I don't want to do is do the administration. So Benefit Vault fits in to solve certain problems that brokers have, lower commissions, being able to retain business, being able to get in the door and sell new business, and being able to sell voluntary business when they couldn't sell it before. So we help you sell cases you couldn't help be- you couldn't sell before, and we make sure if they're going to drop group insurance, they don't drop you. When you say that you help brokers sell cases they couldn't sell before, um, can you give us an example? I'll give you a great example that happened just yesterday. A broker from Texas called us up and they were exuberant. They said, 
I could not have sold this case without benefit growth. And so Phil, who's the one of our implementation people, our head person, said, why? And he said, well, because you gave me some tools and some sales abilities that I didn't have before. And this was a hundred person group of which they had about 60 people on uh, medical and the rest were part-time people. And he said, last year I went in there and I tried to get the group from that existing broker. This is a voluntary benefits guy. And I couldn't do it. This year I used your ACA calculator tool. And our ACA calculator tool is so easy that it's designed for an employer to understand the impact of the subsidies and to see instead of going to that Kaiser site where it might say if I'm $51,000 as a family income and I want to buy a silver plan and the price for that is $13,000 and if I'm a family of four, I'm about 45, the government will pay for 70% of that policy. And I now as an employee only have to pay 30%. So when an employer sees that, they go, well, why would I pay for that for my employee? I'll give them the money, let them go get the gov- let the government pay and give them a group on for 70%. The ACA calculator aggregates that for all of their employees. And it shows an employer very easily if he transferred group insurance, transferred, not dropped, transferred group insurance from group to individual and gave the individuals a defined contribution plan or some money, it aggregates it and enables an employer to go, wow, I save all this much and the government gives all my employees this much, I'm dropping group insurance. I actually want to just run my business and not be an insurance administrator, distributor, collector anymore. So he used this tool for this employer and the employer saw how much money the government gave their employees. And he said, I'm dropping group insurance. I'm dropping my other broker allowing you to come in, enroll all my individuals, sell them all this other voluntary products, and the case is going to start September 1st. And he got a new account that he could not have gotten before. And the core functionality of Benefit Vault solves uh, an additional problem beyond ACA-created problems, and it's it's a problem that employers have had for a long time, isn't it? Well, another broker, also in the Midwest, I was talking to, he responded to one of our just cold emails, And he called up, he said, do you really do what this email says? And I said, what do you do? He says, I sell voluntary benefits. And I'm a, as you introduced me, I'm a group insurance guy. So I would go in there and I would sell a new account by telling them I can control their costs. But voluntary guys are better than group guys as salespeople. Voluntary guys can go in there and convince an employer to allow that voluntary broker to sell the employees stuff that they make money on and convince the broker that it's in their interest to do it and to give them access. So he was telling me the story of what he does. And I said, well, what happens after you go through that and you get the employer to say, yes, you could come in and sell my employees all these products because I think it's good for me. And then the employer says, but I'm not doing any administration. What do you do? And he says, I go home. So we make sure you don't have to go home anymore because what Benefit Vault does is it has all the advantages of payroll deductions for the insurance companies, of which most of them are partners of ours, meaning we can give them money. And so the employee employee pays, and it looks like the employee is paying for the benefits directly through payroll, but there's no payroll administration. 
So we have the best of all worlds. For the employee, they're still paying it. It's budgeted. They're getting the money right out of payroll. It's not coming out of their checking account. And the employer doesn't do any administration. They make a one-time change to their payroll system just once. And then they don't do anything. So they can offer benefits. The broker can offer a variety of benefits. And there's no administration on the employer. So that major obstacle of payroll deduction administration essentially is what Benefit Vault eliminates. And that more specifically, so we, we I want to be very clear here, the one-time change that that employer makes is what? So let's assume, David, that you're making $50,000 a year, $1,000 a week. And right now, the employer gives you your $1,000, forget taxes just for a moment, gives you your $1,000, and you said, put it on my Bank America account, on my Citibank account. And they do a direct deposit, so you don't get a check anymore. It goes directly to your bank account. And that's called direct deposit. And employers have the ability to do that to multiple banks. So let's say you said, I bought an Aflac or Colonial or Transamerica or some other terrific voluntary benefit product, and it was $100 a week. The employer simply doesn't care, frankly, and doesn't want to know that you bought Aflac or Blue Cross or Combined or any of these other insurance companies. They don't want that administration. So all they do is go into the payroll system, and it can be done very easily and very automatically, and says, instead of $1,000 going to Bank America, send $900 to Bank America and $100 to that person's benefit vault account. That's a separate account set up for that individual. So they make a one-time payroll change, and then every week automatically, that $100 goes into the benefit vault account. And at the end of the month, benefit vault will actually pay all the insurance companies that you, the broker, sold that employee. And it could be multiple carriers. So you can sell them medical, you could sell them disability, critical illness, gap, whatever you want to sell them with, whatever company you want to sell them with, the employer doesn't have to deal with those multiple bills. They don't have to deal with holding the money and escrowing it. They don't have to deal with double going back if the money didn't get there for some reason. We get that money directly out of payroll, or we can pull it out of checking or credit cards. So we're a multi-vendor collection process. So we make sure that after that broker sells them, and goes to the effort of selling the employer and enrolling all the people that it continues to stay on the books. And every month they don't get multiple bills and they don't lift that pencil to write a check and they go, honey, what is critical illness anyway? What did you buy here? Maybe we can get it cheaper. Maybe we should just drop it. So we enable the broker to get in the door and tell them a different story. I can eliminate payroll deduction. We enable the broker not to have to go home. We enable the broker after they sell a policy to make sure those policies stay in force and don't lapse in the next few months or six months and all the effort is dissipated. So we make sure you get a sale and you continue to get paid commissions on all the stuff you sell them. And now a word from our sponsor, Care One Advocates. A recent survey revealed that brokers spend just 38% of their time selling. How much more productive could you be if you had a partner who was always available when clients called your office asking questions about their plan? And what if that partner provided a more in-depth level of service? How is that possible? Care One's Broker Advantage is a coordinated resource for your healthcare clients and their employees. When they have a question, anything from what is a deductible and how does it work or finding the right doctor to complex pharmacy and medical issues, scheduling appointments and 
even help with record transfers, Care One answers the call with your agency name and provides all the information with down-home, friendly service. Care One Advocates is committed to helping you to build your brand while increasing the value you bring to your clients. Care One does the work, and you get the credit. To learn more about Care One's range of services and how you can generate a better customer experience, improved outcomes, and spend more time selling, go to our website, shiftshapersonline.com. So from the stories that you've told us, clearly you're a broker-friendly company and you market through brokers. If I'm a broker, what size group should I be targeting? What works and what doesn't work? Or is there a limitation? So thank you. So we don't have a minimum. And a lot of these um, companies that are going to drop group or transfer group, not drop, from group to individual and they're under 50 employees and there's no penalties from the government, and those employees can still get their subsidies. So we deal a lot with those smaller companies that are under 50. We also deal a lot with larger companies that have part-time people, and they could be, we have plenty of them that are over 2,000 or 5,000 or 10,000, and they're part-time people. You couldn't sell them before because the employer didn't have them eligible for benefits, but now you can sell them all the voluntary products you want, and you can also sell them those individual subsidized metal products from the government, from the public exchanges. So it's a few different markets. It's a small employer that's transferring their benefits program to individual. It's large employers that have a large amount of part-time people or people they've made part-time to be under 30 hours or 29ers as they're called. So let's stay on the broker theme for a moment, because this is new for some of the brokers who will be listening to the podcast. How do you counsel that broker? What what do you teach them? What's the conversation that they go and have with the employer that helps to both explain your service and differentiate them from maybe the the broker of record or some other broker in their community? Well, again, there's like two parts that we do. One is the ability to help an employer understand how terrific individual subsidized coverages are. For their employees. And by the way, this tool that we have, the ACA calculator, may or may is very objective. So it'll tell the employer legitimately taking into account taxes whether they should consider leaving group insurance for individual or not. So it's it's a very objective tool. So it gets you in the door to be able to say, let me do an Obamacare ACA analysis for you for free. So that walks them down the path to go, wow, why didn't my broker, what's the key of getting a new account? kind of getting them mad at the other broker, showing them something they didn't show them before, trying to make the other broker not, you know, have confidence lost by the employer. So our tool is a very objective way to get in the door and say, let me show you this. And most brokers haven't done that analysis. And it takes a long time to do it without this tool. And most employers can't understand it or haven't seen it. It has to be done in a very nice, presentable manner. So it gets you in the door to say, Let me do an analysis for you to see if this Obamacare ACA process is in your advantage. And then you're in the door. Then if they switch, what you want to make sure is that that employee continues to get the money taken out of payroll so you keep getting your commissions. So that's the basic story. Let me show you how much Obamacare will save you as a small employer. The second story is also, what do you mean you're still doing administration for payroll deduction? Didn't your broker tell you that... You don't have to do payroll deduction administration anymore. We have a process, a banking process, a payment process that eliminates payroll deduction administration. And HR people will love you for that. 
And that's what gets you in the door. And that's what differentiates you as well. They don't have to say the benefit of old story. It's really they want to know, what do you mean? I don't have to do payroll deduction administration anymore. And my employees can still get choice and even more choice. And I don't have to do a new payroll slot. And I don't have to get another bill if you want to sell them telemedicine or telehealth or some credit service. Keep selling them everything as long as they don't get another bill. Choice is great. And what's involved, if I'm a broker, what's involved in the setup of this process? It's very, very simple. We need to know very little to do our job. Think about us as literally a bill paying service. You tell us what you've sold them and it can go in our system and you just say, you know, you can download it from your enrollment system or you can just put it in. It says, I sold David Solzman this policy, this carrier, this amount per week or per month. And that's all we need to know. And then they sign a form, the individual, electronically or by paper, that says, it's a user agreement that says we can get their money and pay their bills for them. And then there's another form that is a direct deposit form, standard, every payroll HR person accepts it, and says, take this $100 a week and send it to this benefit vault account that's in their name. So going back a, a little bit broader in the time we have left, would you say that ACA was the, the shift that pushed this or has all ACA done is accelerate an opportunity and a problem that was already there? Well, on the voluntary side, it's been there. And so when you combined the ACA with the existing payroll deduction obstacles and, and things that people wanted to avoid, it pushed it a lot tremendously. Are you seeing a huge spike or do you think that you're, we're just kind of at the beginning of the, those conversations that brokers are going to start having with their clients? Well, if you're smart as a broker, you're defensively talking about the ACA now. And if you're smart as a broker trying to get a new account, you're offensively talking about it. So last year, 5 million people went to the individual exchange market that paid for it. You know, five, six, seven million. It's not clear. Next year, it'll be 10 to 15 million And that'll be a different group of people. The first was uninsured or people that had different types of policies or people that were sick or got subsidies eligible. The next group will be 10 million people you guys can sell out there and get commissions on that people are dropping group insurance and they're either dropping you or you can be the broker on that. There is a broker that we know about that literally this year sold a billion dollars of premium, large call center. A billion dollars of premium of commissionable ACA premium products. So next year, it's going to be $175 billion is going to go to the exchanges. So this is not a trend. Next year is going to be a tidal wave. And you either want to be riding that tidal wave or you don't want to be buried by it. Good point. In the minute or so that we have left, I, I always ask all of our guests because you're all thought leaders in the industry. Where do you see the industry going short-term and long-term? Well, and for the small group under the ACA piece, you know, between 10 and 20% of groups are going to drop transfer group insurance this year. Next year, 30 to 50%. If you look at the Times or the Wall Street Journal or the Post or the Financial Times, they all talk about large group insurance disappearing if they get rid of the mandate or if they change the taxability or tax deduction of it. I don't know how, how fast that's going to happen. They say within 10 years. So within 10 years, most of you will be, you know, maybe out of the business. The idea is to be able to sell the transformation from an employee 
to be an individual, to go sell them a ton of stuff without administration for the employer. That's where it's at. That's what HR people want to hear. That's what CEOs want to hear. They want to run their business. If you could enable them to still give benefits, just a different type, without administration, you will get a tremendous amount of new business. Eric, I want to thank you for sharing your insights and and for talking about the shift that you shaped at Benefit Fault. We appreciate you sharing your insight with the Shift Shapers audience. Uh, I appreciate your time and good luck, everybody. For more information about this episode or about any of our earlier episodes and to learn how to subscribe on iTunes so you never miss an episode, go to our website, shiftshapersonline.com. While you're on the site, leave a comment and register to be part of the Shapers community. You'll be the first to learn about upcoming specials like exclusive webinars and content you can use to take your business to the next level. Again, thanks for joining us for today's episode. And remember, you have the power to shape the shifts in your business.